are starting a new series. So grab your Bibles. Uh, turn, there's going to be two passages of Scripture that we're going to be uh, talking about over the next uh, five weeks. Um, what what uh, I, I know that some of you have very, very good memories. Um, and, and your memory of uh, uh, the Ephesians series that we, we had last year, uh, right before Advent and everything, the, 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 your memory of the Ephesians series is when we got to the end of Ephesians chapter 6, and that verse is, in the, those verses 10 through 20, we got there and some of you were all amped up to, right, we're going to dive into the armor of God. And then I came out and I said, hey, guess what? We're going to do a brief overview of the armor of God, and then we're going to push that back to January, and we're going to focus on that in our prayer series. I know that some of you are like, yes, this is the time. Absolutely. We are going to be in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. Uh, that is where uh, one of the, the main texts are going to be. And then, I don't think it would be an appropriate prayer series um, if we did not include, and I couldn't get this off my heart, you know, working on it, working on it this week, uh, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Uh, one of my favorite when it comes to uh, talking about prayer. <clears throat> but what, what I want to do is, is uh, I wanted to spend some time over the next uh, five weeks looking at, just looking at prayer, lo- looking at the, the elements that, that go, into, uh, go into prayer. Um, my intent for this is to um, give a, or help us have a, a better understanding, uh, and not just a better understanding of the Bible, but what the Bible is communicating when it's talking about prayer. When we see the, the instructions like we see in Ephesians chapter 6 uh, um, and, and verse 18, where it says we are to be praying in the Spirit, what does that mean? What does it look like when we are praying in the Spirit? What does it look like uh, for, for us to be obedient to the Lord? So that, that's my intent, is to really uh, look into the, what the Bible is communicating when it's talking about prayer. Yes, uh, praying in the Spirit is going to be one of our topics in which we uh, talk about. Uh, primarily, that's going to be what we talk about next week. This week, we're going to lay a little bit of groundwork um, and the, in, in understanding what it is that we need to uh, be focusing on. The series itself, if you're taking notes and you want to put a title for the series, the series is called Engaging Spiritual Reality. Engaging Spiritual Reality. We're going to look at those two texts I just, I just uh, uh, told you. Um, and it's not all about, uh, or I should, should say, it's not just about having this better understanding so in establishing this foundation, but it's also about equipping. That's where the armor of God is going to come in when we're talking about prayer, how we are, are, we are equipped to pray in the Spirit. Uh, we, we are equipped by God uh, to do things like standing firm. And, and, and those of you that are, are, are familiar with um, Ephesians chapter 6, you know that that's a, 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 and if you were here during the Ephesians series when I went over this, that's a, 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 a huge theme of standing firm or withstanding or standing against. What we, I want to do is I want us to understand that we can stand firm and we can uh, um, draw near. So, so those are the, some, some two aspects that I want us to focus on in prayer is standing firm, understand what it means to stand firm, how we're to stand firm. But I don't want to, and I was just talking to Dan a little bit ago, that I don't want to focus just on 
the spiritual warfare aspect of it, this battle, which that is a huge part of it. I also want to, to, to focus on that drawing near, that intimacy in which we can have uh, with the Father uh, as well. So I, I know that I'm giving you a whole lot right now. Um, if this is not going to be the, the, like this over the next five weeks. I'm hoping that we settle down a little bit. We, we set in and we can hear what it is that God's saying. Um, there, are, there are four main actions that we're going to focus on in this series. The, the, the four main actions that we're going to focus on over the five weeks, and I know it doesn't match up. Four and five don't match up. You'll see in a second. Uh, we're going to talk about establishing a foundation, what this spiritual means, because you guys have heard that word a lot, and a lot of people use that. But we're going to talk about uh, establishing a foundation, engaging in the reality. Uh, that's going to be next week, the, the, um, this praying in the Spirit, engaging in the reality. Then the following two weeks are going to be about or equipping for battle. That's going to be where the, 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 the armor of God comes into uh, the scene. So what I want to do today is give a, a little bit of a broad uh, um, introduction to the series. Then, then next week we're going to bring it in a little bit focused on uh, what it means to pray in the Spirit. Then I'm going to widen it back out to the equipping aspect uh, for the week three and week four. And then on week five, I got a treat for you. Um, Dan is going to uh, sum up the series and finish out, close out the series by the executing of the plan. So what the idea is over these next few weeks is you have the, 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 the foundation that, that's laid, and then you have the uh, um, understanding that, that the uh, engaging aspect of it and the reality of it, the praying in the Spirit, and then the equipping aspect, and then the, the executing. So my plan is, my, my prayer is that we can look at prayer for what it truly is. Instead of just words that we throw out of our mouth, um, the, the words that, you know, thank you, God, for this food, or now I lay me down to sleep, or things like that. But we can understand the power in the, the, uh, the, the magnitude uh, that, that prayer has in our life, or what God intends it to be. Y'all tracking so far? Yep. That, that all is the introduction to the series. The series is going to be fun. It is going to be fun, um, I believe. I think we're going to learn a lot. Um, but today, today is all about establishing a foundation. That's the, the title of today's message, establishing a foundation. I believe, and I think that you guys would be with me here, that the first step in engaging anything is to be aware of whatever it is and understanding that in which you are going to engage. You can't engage in something if you don't, uh, if you're not aware of it, or if if you don't understand what, what's going on. I I think it's kind of like that. Like I, I I've got to know. I I know that there's a bunch of you people out there. I don't want to call anybody out by name, but I know that there's a bunch of you out there that do, that, that will not engage in anything until you have all of the details. If I were to come up to you and say, hey, because this, this happens. This happens even in the church, believe it or not. Like, if I come up to you and say, hey, uh, we, need some, uh, we need some help at the church. Oh, yeah, 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 just let me know when. Oh, okay. Well, I'll say, hey, uh, what, you know, Thursday night at, at 6 o'clock. Oh, oh, I think I'm, uh, I can't do that. I'm baking bread on Thursday night. 
Oh, well, there's no chance on, on Friday at, at, at 7. Ooh, I'm, I'm, oh, that's the time in which my, my new uh, socks are coming in. I'm rearranging my sock drawer. Well, <clears throat> you know, it, it's one of those things like if you just say, hey, I need help or I, I have this, that most people don't want to engage if they don't have the details. Now, if I were telling you, hey, um, we need help at 6 o'clock on Wednesday night to move, um, <clears throat> I don't know, a bags of salt, 40-pound bags of salt from under the carport to the downstairs uh, maintenance room, you, you, we would have more people say, oh, well, I can do that. Because they know what's happening. They, they, they know what's going on. Or if I say something like, hey, you want to come up to church 7 o'clock on Friday night and uh, um, we are going to uh, uh, vacuum the sanctuary and then afterwards we're going to have pizza and snacks and maybe popcorn in a movie. You know, all of those details, people are like, okay, I, I can engage in something like that. I, I want to know, and I've got to know uh, the, 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 the details. Um, <clears throat> and anybody in here like that? No, I, I know. I'm, some of you are honest, some of you are not. What, when we and I know maybe those are bad illustrations for you, but here's the deal. When we're talking about engaging spiritual reality, what I, I want us to do is under, we have to have a foundation laid because it's so important that we're all talking about and understanding the same thing. Because I believe this. I believe that most people do not fully grasp the reality of the spiritual. And I'll say that again. I, I do not believe that people fully grasp the, the reality of the spiritual. I'm not saying that it is a uh, the, the spiritual is an elitist mind where only those of the Illuminati are are, are able to um, you know to see it and it's revealed to them. I, I'm not saying that. What, what I'm saying is that the effort has not been put forth to understand what the spiritual is. Because uh, most people don't, don't uh, fully grasp it. But here's the deal. Although most people or a lot of people pursue it. They pursue the spiritual. They pursue this thing. Like I, I know that there's something missing, but I need to pursue something. But they don't really know what it is that they're pursuing. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find God. Or I'm, I'm trying to find some people. I'm trying to find my inner, my inner peace. Well, people, don't, they don't understand what the spiritual is. So I think that when we're talking about engaging in, the, in spiritual reality, that we have to have that uh, a, a, a clear understanding of what it is that we, will, we are talking about. Because a lot of people pursue it. Even a lot of people talk about it. But the most common perception of the spiritual, and yes, I'm going to explain what I'm talking about here in a second, but the most common perception of the spiritual is that the spiritual is mysterious. Some would even say it's kind of spooky. Therefore, if it's mysterious and kind of spooky, most people want to kind of like, I know that I need to pursue it. I know that I need to, there's something missing, but I just don't, I just don't know what to do. Or the perception turns into the, 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 the spiritual is more like a dream than it is a reality. So, some of you have heard like that, that some people would say like it's a pie-in-the-sky dream. Well, I will 
firmly stand on this hill. I will die on this hill that the spiritual is not a fantasy land. It's not a make-believe place. The spiritual, when we're talking about the spiritual, this is talking about or concerning the immaterial or the supernatural, that's a big word, the supernatural acts, or I should say, the supernatural aspects of reality. So, so, so just kind of put your, your, your thinking caps on for a second. So the immaterial, the supernatural aspects of reality. But, but then focus in and press into the, 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 the human soul. This is where the human soul is engaged, is in the spiritual. Now, for some of you, uh, you, you you're thinking already, and I, I know we've got uh, probably critics online that, that are going to say, well, uh, you know, this is, a, this is a, a trichotomous or is this a dichotomist uh, view of, of, hu- of the human man? Some of you are like, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about? Exactly. So, you know, when we try to split hairs, like, is it body, soul, and spirit? Or is it body, soul, and spirit? Is it there a, well, is the the physical is the body? That's the easy part. But is the soul and the spirit, are they two separate ones? Are they one? How do you divide them? I I, I believe that the best way and the easiest way to to, to look at uh, this and understand the spiritual is we have to understand the immaterial aspect of, of what makes us up. The, the human soul is, the, is at the essence of who we are as an individual. The spirit, whether it, it, the spirit is separate from or, or infused in, and again, I don't want to have that argument, uh, what, whatever, or if, it, if the spirit is infused in the soul, regardless of, of how you view that, it is by the spirit that we are connected to God. It is the spirit that connects us uh, to to God. And when I'm talking about the spiritual, I'm talking about where our spirit resides. So so follow along with me. I'm hoping you're tracking here with me because um, when we're talking about spiritual, we're talking about where our spirit resides. Every human being, whether, again, if you want to say spirit is separated from from soul, however you want to look at it, but every human being has that, that, that spirit-soul combo or spirit and uh, soul. They have that, and, and there is a place in which the spirit resides. Now, there's only two places in which the spirit can reside. In the domain of darkness, and that's what we're born into. We're born into it, and, and even Paul tells us in, in Ephesians chapter 1 that we were uh, dead in our trespasses and sin. So this is how someone who is physically alive we can say is spiritually dead, not we, but the Bible says is spiritually dead if they don't have that relationship with God because their spirit, where it resides, is in the domain of darkness. Now, because there is a domain of darkness, what we also have to understand is the other place in which the human spirit can reside is in the kingdom of the sun or the kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven, all those, those words that, that describe that connection with God. So when we look at the spiritual, what we have to, 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 to look at and, and, and grasp is the fact that this is where the spirit, our spirit resides. This is what we're talking about. 
We're not talking about some uh, ethereal place, a place that, that we can't uh, um, grab onto or, or a, a, a physical place where we're talking about the, the spiritual uh, reality that makes up that connection uh, um, between us and God or between, not me, but those and that don't have that, that connection with God. That, that, that spiritual um, reality is what we need to engage in. Because it's within that spiritual re reality that prayer has a huge impact. As we are going to see here in a, a, a quick second, um, when we engage in prayer, things, things happen. How we engage in prayer is vitally important. You guys have your Bibles open to Ephesians chapter uh, 6, verse, uh, verses 10 through 18. I, I want, how about this? I want to read it. And uh, actually, I'm just going to read verses uh, 10 through 12, and we'll chat a little bit more here. <clears throat> Paul's writing, and he says this. He says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. We talked to, when we were in the, the series of Ephesians, we talked about the wiles of the devil. We like that word. For we do not wrestle. This is a, this is a, a big point here. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness. And if we stop there, it's kind of like, oh, I really don't understand it. But then Paul makes it very clear who it is that we wrestle against and where, what is taking place, where this is taking place. This is against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. There is a place in which our spirit resides. And in that, that, that connection, there are these, these tensions, these wars, these battles that are uh, going on. And prayer is how we engage in all that. And in our series, we're going to talk about that. But what I want us to look at just today is that when we look at these verses, we see that there's engagement that we are going to be in. We understand that it's not a physical, although physical things can happen, but this is a spiritual matter. These are things that affect our spirit. What we also see is that the, the, the opposing enemy or the, the opposition here is those, that in which we cannot see. So what we would see, say is that it, it is in the invisible where, where things are happening and um, in the spiritual, in this connection that we have with God and in this place, this and I'm trying to avoid the word realm because as soon as you talk about realms, then it gets kind of weird. People are, 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 are really confused. But it, it truly is in the spiritual realm that where our spirit resides and is connected with God is where all of this attack happens. Uh, next week, we'll, we'll talk about it, but in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, it talks about the weapons that we have of the warfare in which we uh, are waged in, that where this really takes place is in the mind. Now, a, a, a lot of spiritual battles, uh, um, or most spiritual battles, take place in the mind, in the psyche. Uh, that doesn't mean that people are crazy. What that means is it's invisible. We don't see most of the spiritual battles when they're taking place. What we see is the outpouring or the outcome or the effects of those spiritual battles that are happening in the invisible. 
But what I don't want us to focus on is just the negative of the invisible because there is a very greater positive in the invisible, in the spiritual, and that is God who is sitting on the throne. We can't see Him. Just because we can't see Him, as Peter says, just because you can't see Him, it doesn't mean you don't love Him. But understanding that we believe in what, what uh, uh, the Bible talks about in, in, in um, the spiritual being invisible, in, in, in we can't see. Understand also that, that it, uh, Paul says that um, Jesus created everything, that which is on, on earth, that which is in heaven, that which is invisible and visible. Why is all of this invisible and visible important? Because of, of this statement in which I want to make. The spiritual is where prayer engages the invisible in order to affect the visible. So when we're talking about prayer and engaging in prayer, and, 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 and when Paul talks about putting this armor of God on and, and in, uh, praying in the Spirit, what we have to understand is prayer engages the is is where the engage the, the prayer engages the invisible in order to affect the visible. Well, is that only when bad things are happening? No, that's when good things are happening too. Prayer engages the invisible. That is our uh, 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 pathway, our road, our connection. When we're praying, that's our connection to the invisible, and then it affects the visible. How, how many, let me put it, let's, let's do it this way. Um, how many of you watch or listen to Tony Evans? Anybody? A bunch of you. The kingdom man, right? We love some Tony Evans, right? So Tony, I love how Tony Evans explains this because he, he puts his words are, go like this. And Tony, if you're watching, thank you. Thank you. for I, I, I appreciate this. Gotcha. Um, he says this, everything visible and physical is controlled or derived from that which is invisible and spiritual. If you want to fix the visible and physical problems you are experiencing in your life, you have to address the spiritual and invisible issues behind them. In other words, the invisible affects the visible. And our way in which we are to engage in the invisible is through prayer. And what we have to understand is we must believe in the spiritual in order to pr properly engage it. That spiritual being, uh, that, that, that place that, that, that um, our spirit is connected to God. Now, if, if you're sitting here, if you're at home or at the coffee shop or whatever, and you're, you're asking that question or you're thinking, you know what, I don't, I don't know really where my spirit is connected. I don't know if my spirit is connected to, to God or not, because the reality is most people that you all know too, they're not going to say, some will because of arrogance, but they're not going to say, yeah, my spirit is connected to the domain of darkness. Yeah, well, throw away your black nail polish and all your golf clothes and listen. I understand though that if you're here and you're like, I don't know if I'm connected, if my spirit, up until this point, Lee, you confused me with what it is you're saying. Oh, hear this. If you don't know, 
And, and you guys can all, we can all take this as an equipment for evangelism. It's not a bad word. This is a great word. It's a great, uh, um, a great word and a great uh, um, exercise in which we are supposed to, to do. But understand that it's only through a relationship with Christ that we can be connected to God. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me, right? So if you're, if you're sitting there or you know someone or if you're someone online that is saying, you know what, I don't know if, I don't know if my spirit is connected to, to, to God. Some Christians would say, well I, well, I should say some professing Christians would say, might even say the same thing. Well, I don't know if my, my spirit is connected to God. I, I know that I'm a Christian because I just, you know, I just know that, but I don't know if my spirit is connected to him. Paul is very clear, and you guys can read it for yourself uh, later on, um, but Paul is very clear in Romans chapter 8 that if our spirit is connected to God, that our spirit bears witness with the Holy Spirit so that we can cry out, Abba, Father, we can know. So, so why, why do I say all of that? Because when we're talking about the spiritual, if we don't start from the, 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 with the firm foundation that our spirit, when, we're, when I'm talking about the spiritual, I'm talking about my connection with God and what happens there. The warfare that goes on there, or even the blessings that go on there, the engagement that goes on there, because that invisible affects the visible. Some of you, I mean, I, I, I've used this, this plenty of times with you all, that Saturdays suck at, at, in the Kackner house because that's when uh, 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 the devil turns up the volume on spiritual uh, battles and spiritual warfare. Because with inside, that, that the, inside the spiritual there, the effects of, of my wife and I arguing on Saturdays and what the, the, the enemy is trying to do to distract from today, preparing uh, the, the, the mind for today, what, what happens there is that what is going on in the invisible, stirring her up or stirring the kids up or stirring me up, it affects the visible. So we have to be aware of that. That's where prayer comes in because prayer is engaging in that invisible so that the visible, that in the way in which we act and the way in which we live our lives is more or is in accordance with what God has said. Understanding that all of that matters and just like old um, Tony Evans, Dr. Tony Evans says, the invisible affects the visible. So the spiritual is where prayer engages that. In um, Ephesians chapter 6, what Paul is doing is he has um, already given this church a bunch of instructions. And when he's coming into this finally aspect, and he, he is talking about uh, um, these battles, that this engagement is going to happen, these battles, this warfare in which is going to happen, he says that this is not just going to be physical, which is crazy. Because if we look at, at, at um, just uh, the history of the church and the time frame in which this is going in, we know that there was persecution, physical persecution of the church. Christians were being killed at this time for professing to be followers of Christ. So when Paul says that, like the, the struggle which we're, had, we're, ha we're going to have is not against flesh and blood, 
right there kind of throws like, wait, what do you mean? Well, understanding that the evil that, it, that, that, that um, uh, has pervaded and invaded the world, the evil is not, and I don't even have time to unpack all of this, but the evil is not a, a physical is not a, 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 a physical thing in and of itself. Evil is more the, the, this concept, this idea, the, the, this, this um, outcome of the actions that are happening with inside of the invisible, and those actions and the, the, those engagements that are happening inside the invisible, how they affect individuals and people, and then they act out of the, 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 the disconnect of, from God and the connection with the domain of darkness. So, so, some of us would say, yeah, well, that's my kids, right? My kids are, well, they're, they're, they're out of control. <clears throat> I, I fully believe that what we are, 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 are missing in all of this is that we're missing, and we're trying to, to address physical aspects when Paul is saying very clear here that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against the, the, the spiritual battle that is going on. When we're talking about that, when we understand that we have to engage in spiritual reality, when we talk about that, we can't say, oh, if I want to. Because if we do not engage in the spiritual, we're still going to see the effects in the physical. A non-engagement in the spiritual, meaning eh, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm not for or against it. No, no, you're, I'm not choosing. I'm not choosing one side or the other. Well, by not choosing, you're choosing. Understanding that if we're born into darkness, when we when we look at, 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 at uh, passages like John three, when it says that, that, that you know Jesus came into the world or the Son came into the world, not to condemn the world, but to uh, save the world. Because why? Because the world is condemned already. Those who do not believe in the Son are condemned already. We, we are born spiritually dead. We're born into this, this world spiritually dead. We might be physically alive, but we're spiritually dead. What we have to understand is by not choosing to follow and be connected, not choosing to accept the gift that has been given to us through Jesus, by not accepting that, we are saying, I'm staying in the domain of darkness. Y'all, I mean, and, and I'm mostly out here, you're saying, I get that, Lee, but you have people in your life that are saying, I'm just kind of, I'm what they call an agnostic. I'm not a for or against, I just don't know. Okay, the reality is still the same. The spiritual, where the spirit resides in is in the domain of darkness. What we have to understand is when, we're, when, we, um, when, we, when we don't engage in the spiritual reality, those around us, uh, uh, reap the effects of our us want to us wanting to not engage. Well, I'm already connected to to to, to God. My spirit resides with God. I I, I get that. I I fully understand, and I'm not saying that we should question it. What I'm saying though is, if we if we truly grasp, like going back to what I said, if we truly grasp the reality of the spiritual, if we truly grasp that, and we're saying we're connected to the, 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 the Son, we're connected to God in our spirit, we would want to help draw those from here to here. 
We would want to see uh, uh, the, the truth of, of Hebrews 4.16. That was the other version, which I wanted you guys to, to kind of mark with your finger. We would, we would want to uh, uh, communicate the fact that what, what, what the writer says here, where he says, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We know a bunch of people that are right in the, over here. And, and, and they're in a time of need. In that time of need in which they're in, they have no, uh, uh, no source of help, no, no lifeline, no hope in them. What we have to do is we have to, to grab the spiritual reality. We have to, as believers, in this new year, this is something that is, or one of the reasons why we start out with prayer every year is because we've got to get the engagement going in the invisible because we want to see the visible change. If we're not engaging in the invisible, we're going to have people that are in our lives that are going to stay here in the domain of darkness. Well, that's on them. No, but listen. I, 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 I don't know how I can stress this enough, and I know you guys know this. Eternity is forever. If someone is not connected to God, if their spirit is not connected to God, they will not enjoy a resurrected body, a glorified body in the presence of God forever. They will experience a resurrected body, but it's going to be in separation from God. And like we went over the last few weeks with the, in the Advent series, it says that they will be tossed into the lake of fire. That should be that motivation in which we're like, okay, the, the invisible really matters. Where the Spirit is connected to matters. If we just think it, it, it's all about just, uh, I'm coming to Sunday and, and oh, he's got five minutes and he better shut up, but you know, if, it, if it's just all about a performance here and there's no invisible that's attached to that, Paul says, and I love his words, he says, everything which we do is just in vain. It's just in vain. It's really just silly. If we don't, if we don't fully grasp the reality of the spiritual then this is the time in which we should, in the new year, like, like Dan said, like there are pages in which we can turn, things in which we can do now so that we can grasp it, so that we, we walk out of here and we're like, okay, I, I'm not fully understanding, but you know what? I want to understand. I want to engage in this invisible more because I, I, it makes sense how the invisible affects the visible. Everybody has something they're dealing with. Most of what we're dealing with, if not all of what we're dealing with, is rooted in some type of invisible spiritual action that's going on. Some of the struggles in which we have in life, it's because of stupid mistakes in which we've made, but it's been sourced by um, just the disconnect from God. Others is just... You know what, the, the effects of others. I, I, again, I, I'm, I'm sure that there are many different, different ways in which you can look at it, but what we, cannot, what we cannot avoid is the spiritual in all of this. I don't know how much more I can, I can stress this. It's just, 
if we were to take a breath, let's do this. Everybody just bow your heads for a moment. I know we seem like we're going back to our Baptist roots here. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. You know, no, but just 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 close your eyes for a second. If you can bow your head if you want, but just think. What is my view of the spiritual? Is my view of the, the spiritual like what we just talked about, what, what I rambled on about, or the, the connection place, the place where we're connected to God? Or is spiritual just kind of like this mystery, this mysterious place? Whether it be one or, or, or the other, ask God just to, just God, make it clear. Make, make this understanding of the reality in which we live in just clear to me, where I'm not living in all the physical, I, 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 but I'm aware of the spiritual in which is going on. Our Father God in heaven, Lord, we thank you for the day in which you've given us. God, I thank you for this opportunity just to open your word and uh, to open my mouth just to, to let your uh, truth come forth. I, I pray as we um, we really jumped in uh, the deep end, a little deeper than I anticipated here, uh, the onset. But God, I, obviously you have um, you have a, a, a purpose in, in, in why it is that, that we're going this route. God, my prayer is that as we engage in spirituality, that we don't just think it's something that, that is fanciful, that we, we, we look at it as a reality. God, you made us body, soul, and spirit. God, you made us in your image. And the Bible says that, that, that you are spirit, and we are to worship you in spirit and truth. So God, stir in our spirit. So if there are those that, that don't know you, that they can understand that there is a, a hole and a longing for you so they can come to you. Those of us who do know you, God, stir in us so we can, uh, with confidence, just cry out, Abba, Father. God, we thank you for what you're doing. God, we look forward to the future. Lord, we love you and we pray this in Jesus' beautiful name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Y'all have a great day. Happy, happy new year. Um, and uh, we'll see you soon.